Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan evening show tonight. Happy to be with you. Good stuff in that first hour about the Yager memories and last night's event, but it's time to talk a little football now. And to talk a little football, we go out to the fan hotline. It's presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And we welcome in our pal from ESPN, Brooke Pryor. Brooke, how are you? I am great. I am uh, a little bit confused with what to do with my time now that I'm not watching football or like <laughs> managing a fantasy league. Like what what do people do on regular Mondays? Because I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I there's definitely like a two week period where I'm like, all right, Thursday night, there's a fo- no, there's not a football game tonight. Or <laughs> Sunday afternoon, there's nothing going on anymore. So. There's definitely that there's a window and then I get used to it. And then by the time I get used to it, football is pretty much back at that point. Exactly. This is the time of year that I end up rewatching playoff games because I just need (laughs) to hear like football in the background because I've just become so accustomed to having it on. Like it's a Stockholm syndrome thing. I need to just let go of my captor. And yet I can't. I, I just I hold on to it so tightly, and it's really a cry for help. We are prisoners of Roger Goodell, uh, to say the least. Um, Brooke, I was just in a place that you like very much, uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I know I sent you a text uh, from there and, and that great campus down there. Well, what is the deal with okra, Brooke? Why is I, – I got a I got a meal. I got a meal, and it came with mashed potatoes and okra, and there was no alternative really – to opt out of either of the side options, okra was the standard green, and it was deep fried. It was delicious, oh. but that was the the standard side that came with the meal. Okay, where did you eat? Was it a provided meal, or was it like from it was? Franklin well, Street? yeah, it was a provided meal. Um, okay, but I, I got a choice of several meal options, and but the it, it just said it comes with okra and mashed potatoes, and I thought, all right, well. Listen. You were 
treated so well because when you said okra, I got a little scared. I'm not going to lie. Regular okra that is not deep fried is I'm not about that life. Yeah, it's gross. If it's not cooked right, it gets slimy. It's nasty. But fried okra, my goodness, dip that in some homemade ranch and it's incredible. Uh, My mom is from New York State and Vermont. And so growing up, she would always talk about how gross okra was but my dad is from hendersonville incredibly southern would always talk about how great okra was and so i i didn't really try it because my mom did most of the cooking until i went to college and i had my first fried okra on franklin street at spanky's which unfortunately is no longer around but ever since then i get it at cookout whenever i can it's big in the summer i want it deep fried and i want a side of ranch and it's just oh one of one of the top five great southern foods yeah, it is definitely not a uh, – by the way, the place was Tobacco Road Sports Cafe. Oh, love Tobacco Road. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's it was. It, it's definitely not a delicacy in these parts, but anytime I'm in the South, if okra's on the menu, uh, I, I know what I'm getting. All right, let's get into the football side of thing uh, here, Brooke. Um, Justin Fields, obviously this name has been thrown out there for a few weeks. Uh, I know we've seen reports the Steelers are – you know, interested, they're curious about what the cost could be. We've also seen that they are intent on, you know, kind of staying with Kenny Pickett and giving him a chance this third time around. What's your feel on the situation? Um, What do you feel like they will ultimately end up doing at the quarterback position? You know, I would be really surprised if Justin Fields ended up in Pittsburgh. Um, I was actually just looking over, reading some of the things that we wrote about the Mitch Trubisky signing during free agency. And that was, I mean, a big departure from how the Steelers have always done business. You know, they're not a team that brings in a big name quarterback in free agency. And they're not a team that brings in a big name quarterback through a trade. Um, but the, the one thing I think that does give me some pause is that as we know, Omar Khan has been very aggressive in free agency, in the trade market. He's kind of bucked some of the trends that we saw under Kevin Colbert. But I would still be so surprised because it just it doesn't match up with the way this organization does business. They're a draft and develop organization. And I don't think they want to give up on Kenny Pickett. Um, There's still, I think, the Matt Canada of it all that they want to know, can he be – a a starting quarterback in a different system. Can Arthur Smith get the most out of him? I don't think anybody's willing to say that Kenny Pickett was a bust of a pick yet. I think they want to give him every opportunity. And if you trade for Justin Fields and bring him in there, to me, that effectively signals we don't believe in our first-round quarterback. And it feels awfully early to give up on him, um, just given the, the set of circumstances that he's been in since he took over the starting job and since he was drafted. Well, Brooke, what is it about Pickett? And look, I think we can all agree the results, the, the wins have it's been fine, the win-loss department, but the stats have not probably lived up to the expectations that, that most of us uh, had anticipated. What gives them, do you think, the optimism, I guess, with Kenny Pickett that in year three things can be different and, and can be, frankly, much better with Pickett this time around? You know, I think that the thing that that Art Rooney points to, the thing that people in the organization point to is that, well, he improved every year that he was at Pitt. He showed an ability to take the critiques and the criticism and learn from it and improve. I do worry about that being applied in the NFL in the same manner because he is an older quarterback. I mean, 
it, there, you, you don't want a quarterback that can never learn, can never improve. But at some point, there's a ceiling on how much you can improve. And so I do kind of worry about that trajectory and how close to that ceiling is he of what he can get better at. But I think they feel like the things that he seemingly regressed on, some of the, the footwork, um, some of the just feel in the pocket, bailing out things like that, they feel like that he's shown enough that he can fix it um, and that when in the right system, given you know an improved offensive line, committing to the run game early, all of those things they think can be the right set of circumstances. And they really like his intangibles, um, which is, you know, I understand drafting, considering the intangibles, because you do want to have a guy that has that killer instinct, that has that swagger, all of those things. But instinct and swagger only gets you too far. The Steelers really like what he's shown in that um, vein. But, I mean, to me, he's got to play much, much better for that to be as big of an upside as, as they really touted as being. Talking with Brooke Pryor of ESPN. Um, Brooke, Najee Harris, uh, fifth-year option, is that something that's kind of a foregone conclusion? Will they pick that up? And um, could they potentially look at an extension with Harris, or is it going to be five-year extension free agency for him? You know, I think that's a really good question. At this point, I anticipate them picking up the, the fifth-year option. Um, to me, he's been so reliable for them, especially late in the year. I really like the the one-two punch he's gotten with Jalen Warren, although it's kind of clear that Najee doesn't necessarily like being part of a one-two punch. He would like to just be the guy that's in there punching constantly like he's on a speed bag. Um, but the Steelers have found that that combination has kept him fresher longer. And I think bringing in Arthur Smith to me signals that this is a team that wants to build around the run game, build around Najee Harris. So that seems like an obvious, yes, they'll pick up that, that fifth year option but as far as the extension goes I think that a lot of that has to do on the rest of the running back market and what happens with that because we saw kind of how tenuous some of those negotiations got um, with guys either being tagged or working out extensions or working out short-term deals um, I think it, it just depends on what ends up being the more team-friendly option for the Steelers and whatever that is may not be what Najee Harris thinks he's worth um, and so I think that it's just going to be a play it by ear situation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Brooke, there's long been a discussion with the Steelers that, you know, look, obviously the head coach is paid very, very well among the best in football, but that the assistant coaches uh, maybe are not quite as adequately paid, or at the very least, there are not as many assistant coaches within the Steelers organization as others. Um, has that changed at all, do you feel like, with this offseason? They've obviously retooled, particularly the offensive side of the ball, uh, bringing in a, a new quarterbacks coach, a new wide receivers coach, and so on. Um, is there maybe more emphasis going to be paid to you know, what other teams like, say, Kansas City do and the emphasis that they put on assistant coaches? Has that changed at all, do you feel like, with within the organization? You know, I, I don't see anything that's told me that there are wholesale changes that are being made, but I do think what I'm interested to see is do they end up hiring any more analytics people? I know that they have had some shuffling in the scouting department, parting ways with some guys that have been there for a long time, changes in the strength and conditioning. To me, there are little signs that this is an organization that's realizing that it needs to modernize. Um, it feels like maybe we're moving away from when Mike Tomlin said a couple of years ago at owners meetings that we don't care what the Joneses are doing. We know mm -hmm. how we approach things as the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, the game's going to pass them by if they don't kind of wake up and realize that the rest of the league will keep moving and changing and evolving. And you can only live on history for so long. And at some point, then you just kind of become a textbook and you need to be, you want to create this living history. You need to want to have another edition put out of this history of the franchise. Um, and so I, I do think that they have added a couple new guys. I'm not sure if they've gone up in their total numbers once all of kind of the moving pieces get settled. Um, I'm interested to see if they end up having any more late hires. Um, but to me, the analytics thing, the Steelers, are, from my understanding, pretty far behind in their use of analytics and the number of analytics people that they employ. Um, they use, they go a lot on, you know, gut and experience of the coaches and things like that. But um, I think that analytics are something that you don't make your entire decision around, but it's another piece of information to factor in when you're making decisions on guys you're drafting or when you're making decisions in the flow of a game. Um, and to me, there's no harm in having extra information. And my understanding is Arthur Smith's the guy that embraces analytics, maybe to his detriment at some points in Atlanta, but I think that there's a happy medium that they can find. And so I'm curious to see if, if hiring Arthur Smith means that the Steelers are open to using more of those tools, more of those analytical tools. Brooke, uh, Cam Hayward posted a photo of himself in a hospital bed today. Uh, looks like he had surgery, uh, and he said that he had surgery. Do we have an idea what that surgery is? Is that related to the groin injury uh, throughout the year? And, and I guess a big picture with Cam Hayward, how much time does Cam Hayward have left as far as a football career goes? And this is a guy that's getting older. He just had surgery. And um, can you provide some maybe insight on, on what the rest of Cam Hayward's career could look like for him? Yeah, you know, I believe he tweeted something about he's excited to do things on two feet that he's been doing on one. So it seems like it's either groin related, something lower body yeah. related. Um, he's an he's an older guy. I was going to say old, but I think in like real world years, Cam's like a year older than me, and I'm not willing to call <laughs> myself old. So he is old for an NFL player, which is very different than the real world. Um, and so I'm I'm not surprised that he had a cleanup procedure. This is the the time of year that those things happen. And 
to me, the fact that he's doing that tells me that he is a guy that's committed to coming back, back, which I believe he's said um, numerous times that he's not done playing, but he is in the twilight of his career, um, not only because of the injuries that he's had, but he's played over a decade. And also the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award has you know, not, I, I don't know if typical is the right word because I know Dak Prescott won it recently, but it is a, an award that is sometimes given to guys near the end of their careers, guys like an Andrew Whitworth that honors everything they've done throughout right. their career as they're getting to kind of the end of it. Um, and I know how important it was to Cam to win that award. I think he still really wants a Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin really wants a Super Bowl for him. So I get the sense he's very much motivated to coming back and continuing to play, but I can't see it, you know, lasting another five years. I think maybe two, um, maybe three, depending on, you know, how the recovery goes from the surgery, how he's able to bounce back. And, you know, at some point your body's going to say enough, but he's definitely got the, the want to to keep coming back and playing. Brooke, what about a guy on that defensive line with him, Larry Ogunjobi? They gave him a big contract after, you know, I thought a pretty promising year. Didn't have big sack numbers in 2022, but um, I I thought he was really good when he was healthy and in there. Last year, more sacks, but didn't really feel like he was as impactful um, despite getting that big contract. Where do things stand with him, and uh, could he be a, a money casualty, a cap casualty, if you will? You know, I I think that there's absolutely a possibility that he is or or a guy that they try to restructure his deal because while he didn't have, I think, the same impact, I felt like he was good for at least one kind of big play a game. Um, I don't know. I I think that they need him for depth. I'm interested to see. I really wish, and I know I'm not the only one that feels this way, that the draft was before free agency so you could kind of see how you can address those positions before figuring out how much you need to spend on them because depth on the defensive line is something that this team has got to consider when you, you know, factor in things like Cam Hayward's age um, and some of their draft picks, you know, guys like DeMarvin Leal that haven't quite panned out like they thought they would. Um, But I I do think that uh, Larry Ogunjobi coming back under his current cap situation, I think they're going to have to massage that a little bit. Otherwise, yeah, I would not be surprised if he ends up being a cap casualty. Brooke, last thing for you, and maybe it's along those same lines there, but as we start to head towards draft season and all that it entails, what do you feel like, and I think there's a lot of them, but what do you feel like is the number one uh, position of need and and where do you feel like the Steelers will probably be targeting first priority-wise with the draft? Well, it is not the sexy pick, but I think it's going to end up being on the offensive line um, it feels like this is a team that that really needs a center. As much as I like Mason Cole as a human being, I really enjoy talking with him in the locker room. I think he's a good leader in the locker room. He was too inconsistent in his snaps last season. Um, I know that he was out there. He was the first guy on the field so many game days out there early before practice, staying late. But at some point, you've got to upgrade the position. And to me, I think that that has got to be a top priority. That and offensive tackle to pair somebody with Broderick Jones because we saw how much of a game changer he can be in opening up the run game. I think that Dan Moore Jr. was fine, but you don't want to just have a fine offensive tackle when you're going to be a team that's offensive identity is defined in the trenches and in the run game, and you've got to protect Kenny Pickett or whoever ends up being quarterback. Um, So I think that the offensive line is going to be the way they go, but – 
You know, it wouldn't – I think that, that there's an outside chance that if the right corner is there early, you get a guy to pair with Joey Porter Jr. and you really strengthen that secondary early. But, but those are kind of the two areas that I'm going to be focusing on when I'm at the Combine in a couple weeks. Brooke, uh, appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you while you're at the Combine. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, enjoy some okra sometime soon. Appreciate it. I'm absolutely going to do that. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, that's Brooke Pryor from ESPN, kind enough uh, to make some time for us tonight. The The draft situation is interesting. There was a lot that we covered there. We're going to get to a lot of that. Justin Fields and you know Larry Ogunjobi and, and I think Cam Hayward now with this surgery that he apparently has had, which appears to be a, a lower body surgery um you know i i'm starting to think trenches is the way to go in the draft or the way they will go in the draft but but there's a lot of areas that could be addressed and we'll talk more about that when we come back here on the fan plus we'll break down more of what brooke just had to say fan text line brought to you by edgar snyder and associates a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you i'm josh roundtree this is the fan evening show Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.